Hello everyone, I am recording another episode on working smart, not hard. Um, This is going to be my second episode. I'm recording it literally right after the first episode right now and yeah, so it'll be the same type of quality. I'm not that great, but I'm putting it out there and I don't care. It's, It's fine. It's fine. So anyway, my name is Hanifa. Thank you so much for your time and energy. I really appreciate it. I hope you guys can get something from what I have to say and I hope it helps you in some way or another because I do have lots to say and lots to share and yeah, I just hope it benefits someone. So like I said, today's topic is about working smarter, not harder. I feel really weird sometimes when I just blurt this out randomly to people or strangers and I act like they know what I'm talking about when in reality sometimes I just, I need to elaborate and I don't. But basically, working smart, not hard for me comes from being resourceful, being industrious, being creative, learning from others' mistakes, learning to adapt to situations, learning to, you know, acquire knowledge from different sources or from different experiences, from different memories, and bringing them together to help you in a certain situation. So let me elaborate. So in my first episode, I mentioned I was the youngest in my family. So that means I have two older siblings and I am extremely grateful for them because I have learned so much from them. And by so much, I mean, you know, they didn't like sit me down and teach me lessons. It was more me observing from them or me observing them and learning from their mistakes, essentially. And, you know, so this started when I was young. So working smarter, not harder started very young for me. Um, You know, I'm very fortunate again to have them because I feel like they were the ones that worked hard to get to where they are. They worked hard for all their achievements, etc. But I had the advantage because I was observant enough to understand that, oh, like, you know, that didn't work out for my sister or that didn't work out for my brother. So therefore, I'm going to avoid that. Um, So I was very resourceful in that situation and or in those situations and I was able to recall what their mistakes were and kind of problem solve through that. A more practical example for you know let's say academics for me working smart not hard is you know you're given a journal article or a paper to read and you need to write an essay or I don't know you need to write a short paragraph on it. Literally skim through the abstract, skim through the discussions and conclusions and get what you need to get done. You know, you don't need to obsess over what's in the materials, what's in the methods. It's just, it's not important. So work smart, not hard. This is another one that I tell my tutoring students all the time. You know, you're given tests from different professors throughout your university career. You know, working hard is studying the book front to back or studying the PowerPoint slides front to back or slide to slide and then doing the test. Working smart would be doing that for the first, let's say, two tests or two midterms and then understanding how your prof thinks, understanding how your prof teaches, understanding how your prof marks and then 
being like, okay, I don't need to put so much emphasis on, you know, X, Y, Z because my prof is more into A, B, C and my prof will mark like this and therefore I don't need to stress these small details or etc. So it's being resourceful that way and really tuning into ways where you can almost take shortcuts, but not really. You know, I, I don't want to promote, you know, cheating yourself out of doing hard work because I think at any level, hard work will get you where you need to go. And working smart is just only making that process efficient for you, in my opinion. Um, it's not like a cheat code. It's not like, you know, I, I just think it'll make it more efficient with the hard work that you do put in. And I think you really need to prioritize where you can where you can work smart versus hard. You know, it's not like you're doing it at every single level, at every in every single course, whatever, every single task. But it's just one of those things where you kind of have to deliberate and you kind of have to see for yourself where you can find those pockets of working smarter and not harder. Another example, classic example that comes to mind for, you know, people going through academia or med school or whatever, um, I think collaboration is one of the most effective ways of applying working smarter, not harder. Collaboration to me is just such a beautiful thing. You get to embrace diverse ideas. You get to embrace the, the power of just sheer number. You get to embrace all these ideas that are coming together. And it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's all these intelligent minds coming together to form something powerful. Um, and I think collaboration isn't embraced enough, especially me as a pre-med student. Um, you know, competition is really high and I used to be the person who would always share everything. I, I didn't care. Honestly, it wasn't that deep to me. I, if you needed help, I was happy to help because I felt like that person really needed it. I would want to give it to them. Alternatively, I, or actually in contrast, I should say, I actually had a hard time accepting help from others because I just felt like I was inconveniencing them. When in reality, it's, it's, it's good to ask, you know, because at the same time, you know, if anyone asked me, I'd be happy to help them. So why wouldn't I ask for help? So anyway, my point was that I think in undergrad or in any sort of competitive program or whatever competitive um fields, profession, whatever it may be, I think we have a hard time lending a hand or trying to help others around us. And I think that competitive scarcity mindset can really set you back long term because I think collaboration is a beautiful thing. So let me give you an example. Let's say um, you're studying for a huge exam. You're covering multiple different topics, a lot of memorization, let's say, let's throw that in there. Um, yeah, and you just, you need to know a lot. You know, a way where you can apply working smarter, not harder through collaboration is you can find someone who works on one chapter. You know, you can trust them enough to work on one chapter. You work on another, another person does another, whatever. You guys bring your materials together and you teach each other what you know. You know, that to me in my opinion, is working smarter, not harder. 
Um, collaboration is just a beautiful thing. It's very empowering. Um, I think it creates solidarity too in times where, you know, you're in a very vulnerable position, you're going through a stressful time. It's just, it's important to embrace that. And I think more people need to understand the power of collaboration. I just can't emphasize this enough. I think throughout my undergrad, I saw the nastiness, the competitiveness, the gatekeeping, and it's just not pretty and it's not cute. Um, People need to understand that helping others and being compassionate towards one another during stressful times can go a long way. And I also think that's what the world needs. So yeah, collaboration is my go-to way of working smarter, not harder. Another classic example that I like to use where I'm working smarter, not harder in my daily life, I'd say, is when I'm able to embrace learning outside of the academic space. I mean, I don't think I'm a nerd, but I'm very passionate about certain topics and I love being mentally stimulated. So for me, you know, if I'm taking a course in neuroscience, I will try to incorporate learning about neuroscience outside of the academic setting. So I will actually make it a hobby of mine to learn about fun neuroscience facts or fun neuroscience topics that I actually enjoy thinking about and learning about outside of the curriculum that I'm given when, you know, I'm in the academic setting. So for me, that helps to work smart, not hard, because that extra knowledge almost subconsciously adds more interest to my academic course that I'm taking, whatever, in neuroscience, and it helps perpetuate this feeling of motivation if that makes sense to complete this course with flying colors to you know just like get through it i guess uh hopefully that makes sense so for me that's another way where i'm able to apply this this idea of working smart not hard also i just wanted to make a quick comment going back to collaboration because i just think it's a beautiful 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 thing Um, I think people should humble themselves to know that none of us are better than the other person. We're just simply not. We all have flaws, we all have great qualities, but we're just not better than the other person. And I think once we realize that, we really open ourselves up to, you know, allowing others to help us, allowing us to be vulnerable enough to accept advice, to accept um help really um part of that whole point that i was trying to make is basically you know ask questions ask questions like don't feel like you're a fool because you're asking that doesn't i think that's old school at least in my opinion i think people like when you ask them questions it shows that you're interested shows that you care ask questions because you know it might benefit you you know no matter no matter what that's adding to your knowledge you know if you don't ask you won't get that piece of knowledge if you do ask you will and alternatively you can take what you learn from others and help others it's an ongoing chain of events and i think once we learn to embrace that fact the better we will be at working smart and not hard um 
so yeah i think i'll conclude this episode here but yeah i'm excited to start the next one thank you so much for listening